subscribe to the Fashion League podcast. Go to our website, www.fashionleague.io. You can listen to episodes there. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you're listening now. On this episode of the Fashion League podcast, my friend Alan Diamond, who is the senior account director at fashion public relations agency, The Bromley Group, puts me in the hot seat and we recap New York Fashion Week. This was designer Tom Ford's first season as the chairman of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, or the CFDA. Some changes under Tom Ford included the shortening of the official Fashion Week schedule, so it's a, now a more manageable five days as opposed to prior seasons where it was 10 days. Also under Tom Ford, the CFDA appointed new board members, also answering the call for diversity in the CFDA. So now we have Virgil Abloh, Maria Cornejo, Carly Kushney, and Kirby John Raymond. They will assume the CFDA seats vacated by Cara Ross, whose husband, was hosting that Trump fundraiser in the Hamptons. Also Georgina Chapman, she's the ex-wife of Harvey Weinstein and a designer at Marquesa. And also the more anodyne vacated seats of designers Marcus Wainwright and Mimi So. Anna Wintour was inducted into Hot Girl Summer. She was pictured next to Megan the Stallion at the Coach Runway Show. Meg posted an Instagram image caption hot girl Anna. Meg the Stallion also attended Rihanna's Diamond Ball charity gala the next day, or not the next day, it was the day after Rihanna's Savage Fenty show at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. While no phones were allowed during the Savage Fenty show, everyone will be able to stream the show on Amazon beginning September 20th. The show included performances by DJ Khaled, Big Sean, and the Migos. Marc Jacobs closed out New York Fashion Week with a show that drew inspiration from iconic women of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Specific references included Jane Fonda, Barbara Streisand, and Jackie Kennedy's stylish sister, Lee Radzuel. Notably, there were fewer influencers in attendance this season. There was a recent report stating that Instagram fraud can cost advertisers over $1 billion in 2019 with the potential to reach $1.5 billion in loss by 2020. As a result, brands are allocating PR and advertising dollars elsewhere. And in this episode, I revealed to Alan that Nikki Hilton's nickname is Nikki, but... Nickname is Nikki, but my name ain't Nicole. Nicole. Hi, Michaela. How are you? I'm doing well. It's... How's your summer going? Oh, or... I have a few more days left of summer. Isn't that exciting? But yeah, summer is kind of over after Labor Day. And but how's Baby Lennox? Baby Lennox is walking and talking and running the city. 
That's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> More importantly, why we're here, talk about New York Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the last day, closing out with Mark Jacobs' last official show on Tom Ford's calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was. What do you think of the show? The show, I thought it was great. I mean, all the model. I thought it was visually appealing. All the models coming out at once, and all those vibrant colors mm-hmm. and big tool and great looks. Very different to like a collection like Vera Wang, which was like all, <laughs> all black. black. <laughs> <laughs> I like the show. I saw photographs, and I'm gonna go back and actually watch it when I have a moment. Let's talk about the beginning of Fashion Week. So how many shows did you go to, like parties? I know you had like a crazy calendar. I had an okay calendar. How are you your know, feet? My feet are fine. <laughs> you know, the challenge for me is managing my schedule. I feel like I've made a lot of commitments to go to a lot of things. And then by 7 o'clock, I was like, okay, I want to go home. You have to talk to so many people, especially being a freelancer. I'm always going out to events last minute, and it's just a lot to manage. Mm-hmm. When you're committed to one show or an event, and then something better comes along, and you obviously want to go to that, do you go back and say, oh, I can't go, or are you just a no? show (laughs) no I'm not a no-show never a no-show I always like to follow up with the publicist to let them know what's going on they're usually understanding but what happens for me is I won't always go to the big exciting thing because I have a commitment to cover something else so I usually am well I'm usually good on the (laughs) schedule side I'm not a no-show and then let's talk about the clothing, like how far in advance do you start preparing for your outfits or are you more of a, all right, the weather is unexpectedly <laughs> today, so I'm going to just roll up in this outfit or do you really plan it out far in advance? So I like to imagine that I have a plan, but I have like three outfits that I'm just sitting there like, dang, I didn't wear these outfits. It's kind of, I dress for my mood in the morning, so I may have a plan the night before, but then it just doesn't work out and I imagine I'm wearing the designer to go to that show and I only did that for like three like I wore Veronica Beard to Veronica Beard I wore Tanya Taylor to Tanya Taylor or Rag and Bone I was like that's it okay okay did you notice that this particular season shows started a lot like significantly later than what seasons I think so I thought I was imagining it but I'm pretty sure I was standing in line. I was like, we're just standing in line with these people. You're not going to let them go? Okay. I feel I'm not going to say who, but someone got yelled at by security. I'm just like, they're not waiting with your rules. They have their own and they let him walk him. See? Anyway. Uh oh. Security. (laughs) Speaking of security, my one front row, well, it was my second front row show. Someone was sitting in my seat. So then what happened? Did you say So then I just said, can you? (laughs) (laughs) But she scooted over and then started explaining to me, oh, the publicist told me that if I I could move over because I needed to fill in the seats tonight. I'm like not being rude, but the show was starting. (laughs) I was like, you just kept going about this seat. I'm like, it's over. We're all here. Yeah. It's like over in like 15 minutes. You know, you need to calm down. And get out my seat. I'm just kidding. Mm -mm. All right. Do you think for the people, for those shows that started late, do you think, you know, previous calendars were jam-packed? Like this calendar, less shows were conflicting with each other. So it was more like, I have the time 
I know that the editors are going to stay. Definitely. You know. There were also bigger venues this season. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was a lot put into staging and the actual presentation of... Like the overall production? Yeah. there. I think it was five days this season. Like it was 10 days. It used to be uh, yeah. fashion two weeks this year. It's actually five days. and a Like a lot of the shows were bigger capacities and bigger venues, like you said, but Tom Ford surprisingly... He you know, was in a subway yeah, but he station. Slimmed down the guest list, like not as many, you know, A-listers in attendance. Do you think that that's going to be a pattern, or do you think? I think that's related to the conversation about paying for tickets to attend these shows. But you have someone big like Tom Ford; they can fill whatever size venue, small or big, with important media and buyers. That's the whole purpose of Fashion Week. People forget it's a trade show. So it's glamorous and they're celebrities. But the reason designers are putting this much money into this production is so that they have their clothing in department stores and they have those editorial placements. That's not just for fun. Right. Right. Going so back. you don't need a big venue. You need yeah. those buyers in the audience. And then so what? how do you feel about paying for a tent? Like, you know, anyone can go along and just buy a ticket to your show. Again, so if you can't attract those important attendees then sure, if you're just going straight after press coverage, mm -hmm. fill it with whoever you can fill it with and send it to the highest bidder. <laughs> you can use that money towards other business endeavors, but it's going against the traditional purpose of what Fashion Week is for. Right. It's appealing to Instagram. <laughs> right, 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 right. Why do you feel that bloggers are, they are they just there to be seen? Are they just there to, to create content or? They're it... absolutely there to be seen. And that it's not even judgment. As a blogger being your full-time job, mm -hmm. I think it's important for you to be at Fashion Week and get packed by <laughs> street-style photographers so that you can end up in a Pinterest mood board as street-style for this type of thing. Because people, like in magazines, we use those <laughs> as inspiration. So mm. some bloggers might end up on Anna Wintour's mood board one day. Or Kylie Jenner's. <laughs> or that too. <laughs> no shade. No tea, no shade. Okay, so what about casting? Did you see a major difference in how diverse the casting was this season? Or, or do you still feel like we have such a long way to go? What are your thoughts? I'm so Feedback. exhausted with diversity and inclusivity. Those buzzwords. It's not hard. It's exhausting because I'm tired of talking about something that you can easily change. Instead of being prejudiced and instead of being racist, how about you include the people who are actually buying your clothing? Your clothing goes up to a size 24. You could have had a size 24 model. All the models that were plus size were like traditionally shaped. They had the hourglass figure. It was just like, don't push diversity and inclusion as your main messaging when you're not really doing all that you can do. Mm -hmm. I do you think that it's being more so done now for like the clout and the publicity efforts? Oh, or do you of think course. that designers are, like were there any big designers that did have a size 24? I just remember at Chromat, Tess Holiday, she wore that bodycon dress, said sample size all across it. It was like a bandage dress, mm -hmm. but she was the only like not size 16, which is like the average size of an American woman. Is it size 16? I thought yeah. it was like 12. I thought it was 14. It's oh, like wow. 14. Okay. I think Tess and Iskra, they're still, like, like you said, the hourglass shape and they're, and same with Ashley Graham. I know she's pregnant, but even before that, she, what was, what size is she? 16 or 14. What's the girl's name? Salon. She was on the um, Glamour, Glamour cover. With Iskra? The new... 
supers. If you can't be a super if everyone doesn't know you, the purpose of that title is because you're a household name. Like anybody's like mother could recognize you on the street. No one like mm-hmm. that was a beautiful cover. I enjoyed it. I would pick it up on the newsstand, but then you threw me off by calling it the new supers. Like I never heard of you like, had you know, oh you hadn't heard of some of them yeah right because I was going to say maybe to the average mother none of them would be known but like in the industry they're they're the new supers but if you're you know maybe I need to be more but yeah I don't think they're supers yeah it was a nice cover but at the same time maybe the introduction from a, an outlet like Glamour is going to be the transition to like like we hadn't heard of those people or some of them and now like we're talking about okay so let's talk about your favorite collection this season or do you have any? I don't have a favorite collection I was excited about a lot of the things that I saw though the shows that I did attend because I did not look at all the runway shows I know that makes me a terrible fashion person but I'm still going through Vogue runway I mean, previously style.com <laughs> I was at Tadashi and like I you know what got me really excited this season was beauty mm-hmm. I was like I'm usually just all about the clothes and sometimes the accessories but this season like a lot of it reminded me of euphoria Pat mm-hmm. McGrath she did one of them and said that she wasn't inspired by euphoria it was by Barbara Streisand and a bunch of other iconic women the show that I'm talking about was Marc Jacobs oh, with the rhinestone right Pierre Moss, they did this similar mm-hmm. strong, bold eyes. But going back to Tadashi, they had a, a really good casting of different sizes. And I love the shoes. The shoes were Nina. So they were, every model came out and like, it was like black and then silver and then black, but they were the same style. So that was, I thought, like a cute pairing. But, and then so going back to Pierre Moss, where did he show in Brooklyn? Yeah, Flatbush. Okay. okay. In King's Theater. But um, oh, yeah. he, beauty for them, um, they use a Black-owned beauty brand, Uoma, oh, yeah, if I'm saying of, it correctly. I think I read that in your friend's, she did like a article about, like she used makeup from Black-owned beauty, or companies for oh, like Noelle. a whole month. Yeah, yeah. Noel. Oh, that was on Glamour too. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think she, I'm not sure, I've, I've heard of that brand before. Then there was, this, in in the middle of it all, there was like the YouTube party. Yeah, they just launched uh, YouTube.com slash fashion. fashion. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, I mean, everyone and their mother came out for that party. <laughs> and like, what is, what's the purpose of that, actually? What Do is you know? the purpose of anything? To no, draw attention like, to... No, I'm saying, what is the purpose of it being forward slash fashion? Is it, you know, what's the different differentiation between just YouTube and then... Oh, so Amazon did the same thing. They have Amazon.com slash fashion that they promoted. They were actually the sponsor of New York Fashion Week men's, the men's calendar for like, they were the title sponsor for like two seasons, maybe four seasons. I'm saying two because it was two years and then four seasons. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, just... It's easier. It's like its own filter. It's easier for people to go to that destination and find all the fashion content. It's like having their own curation. And, you know, you can find Naomi Campbell's channel, Carly Klaus's channel, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, it's that makes sense. own filter. And then so Kendall Jenner stepped out for that, and but she didn't walk any shows. Do you think that that was obviously strategic? It's Kris Jenner, the Jenner family. <laughs> you think it was strategic? She was, maybe, but she was uh, interviewed 
or I forget which outlet, maybe CNN style, they were talking about, I don't know what show, but she was regretting not walking one of the shows. Like yeah. she was sitting and watching Gigi. So Gigi walked in something and yeah. then Kendall she- was regretting her decision not to. Mm-hmm. But I, of course she's going to say that. But I, I feel like it's strategic during somewhere in Europe, she's going to walk a show and that's going to be like a She big... said that. She said she oh, may hi. walk in Europe. Okay, yeah. It's not that strategic. She's revealing her hand. Yeah, but I think after maybe it was when Kim was robbed, she stopped going to events. Obviously, she was like traumatized. But when you get to a certain level of fame, you can't be going out to all these events. Like you're going to lose the... You'll be overexposed. Yeah, you'll be too like... Common pedestrian. Too yeah. common. Yeah, okay. you can't be going to everything. Like you don't see Beyonce going to everything. You know, you don't see Taylor Swift going to everything or Ariana Grande. Like they, they when they show up, it's a big media storm. Oh, Why man. do you um, have so many tabs open on your computer? <laughs> I actually do go back and check them. This app called OneTab. And so once I shut this window, like if I lose battery or whatever happens, it'll all come back up in one tab. I open each tab with the commitment that I'm going to read everything on this page. Oh God, that's so a lot. I feel <laughs> yeah. like after like eight tabs, that's like too much for me. Like eight is like, all right, you've got too many things open. Let's like focus on getting these tabs closed. Sometimes. But I'm also like that with my inbox. My everything is... Oh yeah, I'm not one of those people, as you can tell. I'm not about that inbox zero life, as I discussed previously in another episode. (laughs) Not with me though, right? (laughs) Not with you. I wasn't sure if I'd forgotten. That's some sort of conspiracy. What are you trying to distract us from? I do not need to get to inbox zero for any purpose. Mm. Rihanna, we haven't touched on Riri. What do you, did you watch the show? I didn't watch the show. I wasn't invited to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because it's not, oh yeah, so it hasn't streamed until... September 20th? Yeah. Okay. So I'll watch it on the 21st. Did, maybe your invitation got went to your spam or something? Yeah. Maybe. And so did you go to any after parties this season? I went to some after parties. Nothing too Nothing. crazy. Did you go to the Jeremy Scott? Don't you normally go to that one? That was a dinner. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. I didn't go to that. Are you crazy? I didn't know they switched to a dinner. That's cool. Like switch it up every now and then. No, I can't. I went to... Um... Well, how big was the dinner? I don't know. I didn't oh. go. <laughs> I went to the Bergdorf after party at the Pony Room, and that was crazy because it was so small. I was so close to everyone. Yeah, it's a small venue. I was like, I can't deal. And it was like my second time I got to talk to Linda Fargo, so that mm-hmm. was exciting. She doesn't remember me, so hey, Linda, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so any of the moments that stuck out this season, like, did you have, like, any aha moments? Or sometimes people at the end of Fashion Week, they're so jaded and exhausted. They're like, why do I even do this? And especially as a freelancer, were there any moments that you're like, okay, this is why I do it. This is this made my day or week. No, I think I got more <laughs> After all that, it's a no. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm struggling. Usually what happens is like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm so glad I came. And it was just like... Everything is so instant nowadays. It's like... Wants to show, if it's not streaming, they want to get the photos up on their Instagram or get the recap video up on their website. I think that may be what I'm talking Like, even at the after parties, it was like people on their phones. I'm like, I can't believe I'm in this space. There's a DJ and there's booze. What are we doing, people? And then they're just drinking on their cell phone. Like, just go home and be an alcoholic by yourself. <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that just the way our generation is going to anyways like I feel like people are always on their phones and yeah are you one of those people though that when you get a text message you respond 
Like, what's your... You know! I know. I was wondering why you didn't text me back for, like, a whole day last week. I thought you died or something. Like... Listen, I'm all about putting my phone down and not looking at it. Like I can't even hear it ding. I'm unaffected. But what, what do you what do you think about when you text me and I text you back within seconds? I don't think anything of it. I think I must have caught him at a convenient time. <laughs> but you're pretty awkward. You know that. Oh, I'm well aware. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. To if people. I wasn't sure if it was a secret or something you weren't in the know of. But okay, we've established that. We already established. <laughs> I'm awkward and I don't care. I'm going to talk to yeah, people and you should own it. Okay, so we'll let's do a quick fire round of questions. Are oh, you ready? Oh my lord! All right, Alan's taking it's, over the podcast. It's typically a one answer question, but if you want to elaborate, then feel free to. Okay, you're styling an A-lister for a big red carpet event. This is a scenario. This is a scenario that I'm giving you. Oh lord! And you only have time to view one collection on runway or Vogue runway because you just you know that that collection is going to have something for your client what collection are you going to this past season Mark Jacobs okay he had so many inspired like everyone was in in that collection okay all right good good answer good answer (laughs) thank you name the guest that you wish you were seated next to at a show Meg the Stallion Really? She was next to Anna Wintour. I know. Anna Wintour got inducted into Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> hot Girl Anna. Yeah, but it's like hot spelled like the French way, you know. Like oh, hot, oh, hot, hot Girl hot Summer. Girl. Yeah, Hot Girl Summer. All right, name the guest that you wished you were you were not seated next to. Like you you arrive, they're there. Like you don't want you would be like I'm leaving if they're there. Could be anyone. You. <laughs> no. Why? Why would you not want to be seated next to me? Because <laughs> you're going to be talking shit the whole time or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, there must be someone else. Like, think about who your president is. Like, <laughs> like there's no My one. president? Yeah, I'm Irish. Don't you're a that. citizen of these United States. No. <laughs> I, I crossed my fingers when I took my Pledge of Allegiance. So, anyone? I, Tiffany? I defer. I I plead. I no, there's I'm no. Not it's not. Anything. You're not on Watch What Happens Live. There's no one that you wouldn't. You'd be like, <gasps> who's truly awful? Maybe Tucker Carlson. Would he go to fashion? I don't show? know who that is. <laughs> He's a pundit on Fox News. Oh God. <laughs> Why do you know his name? Because <laughs> I watch all news. Oh, you were about to say you watch Fox News. I do watch yeah. Fox News. <laughs> what, like for entertainment? Like you, yeah, you want to laugh? get myself riled up. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so do you wear trousers or dresses? Both. No, I mean going to a show. Like would you rather or just you switch it up? I literally wore both. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So did you see the Eva Chen Marvel sweater you didn't all right so she was running late to i believe the ralph lauren show and i think you had to it was like black and white kind of theme and she didn't have anything in that color so she went into a target and she bought this marvel sweater and it sold and then she posted about it and it sold out on in target or on target the original influencer right her isn't that crazy? She sold out. Wasn't there an influencer that couldn't even sell 20 t-shirts or something? I think it was there? less. I think it was like five t-shirts. Or, <laughs> no, it was something. I think it was ridiculous. Like she couldn't ask her parents and siblings. 
to buy. If she show. asked me, I would have bought one. <laughs> <laughs> I love helping people achieve their goals. What do you want to sell? Ten shirts? But I had <laughs> an influencer come to me recently into the showroom. And they, I like loaned them some shoes and earrings and whatnot. And then, no, it's not you. <laughs> and then, so anyway, so she saw that I was, I'm working on this like faux fur brand and it's launching, it's called No Knot and it's launching in the fall. And she saw them and she basically pitched the idea that she wanted to do something on social and she could do all this. Like she created this package very quickly. And then I, I wasn't that familiar with her. So I looked at her Instagram afterwards and she had like maybe 50,000 followers and a post was up for a day and she had like 30 likes. And I was like, obviously you bought your followers and you don't know the algorithm is crazy. Like having 50,000 followers and your post is up for a day. Obviously 30? not. Okay. That is insane. Right. So if you're going to buy your followers, like buy some likes, buy some likes, do yourself a favor, girl, you know, dang. I just thought, I was like, what do I say to her now? Can I get my stuff back? I was just listening to that podcast on NPR about, well, he interviewed someone that works in influencer marketing. There's so much influencer fraud. And last year, the influencer marketing industry, it's a whole industry, lost $30 billion. Oh, wow. Is that right? Is that the right number? I didn't We got to fact check that number. Yeah, that'll be in the comments. <laughs> They included insta influencer fraud in that number is included uh, fake likes, fake followers, Instagram pods. You know what an Instagram like pod? they comment on stuff. Yeah, so like bots. Uh, no, not bots. So oh. like, say you're an influencer and I'm an influencer, then we get in a pod together and get our other influencer friends to comment on our posts. Oh, okay. So then we're in an Instagram pod. So we just keep pushing our comments and yeah. pushing each other's posts up. But do you, I, I often see in, influencers, they'll always, you know, because it's such a niche industry or a niche kind of Is audience. it niche? Everyone is an influencer. Well, okay. So it's not necessarily niche, but I feel like, like the menswear editors, I always feel like they're always commenting on each other's um, Instagrams or posts and whatnot. And I feel like when they go to an event, like you can see that they're clearly good friends outside of the, the photo like their photographs they're like you can tell that they're organically friends but do you think like what's that strategy do you think it's just two friends supporting like you know how regular two friends are commenting or do you think it's more like they have a lot more followers i'm gonna leave a comment so people can come to my page and discover me or is it more that they, they just do that to get more likes on each other's instagrams what's your thoughts they're probably just friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. That's real deep. So you you put a lot of thought into that question mm -hmm. or answer. Yeah. Did they? I can't. That's like mind reading. You're asking me if two people are friends. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a mind reader. No. So not necessarily about fashion, even though they were wearing clothes. Serena and um. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it. No. What happened? Serena lost. Oh, I thought you were talking. She had a fashion show. You oh, were yeah, I know, but I was talking about the tennis. So you were giving me like plot twists. They weren't wearing clothes at the Serena Williams no, I fashion said, show. No, I said it's not about fashion, although they were wearing clothes. I thought you were being shady. Oh, no, 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 no. 
No. Me? Sadie? Never. So you didn't watch the U.S. Open? No. I'm not a tennis person. I did take a tennis class in college as my gym credit. You should include that in your book. That story. <laughs> so, okay, so did you see her her runway? Was it a runway show or was it a presentation? It was a runway show. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's a buy now, or see now, buy now I believe model. so. And so is Tommy Hilfiger, right? Yes. Any other designers like that that show this season? Rebecca Minkoff. She did that last season and so did Mansur Gabriel. Any influencers that you were surprised to see at Fashion Week? There were a lot less influencers this season. The whole thing was quite tame. Less photographer, like you felt the difference this season. Oh, why? And even the space was smaller. It was like... At spring? Yeah. It was like, I remember like in 2014... The whole thing was like a massive, it could fill the Javits Center. There were like cars parked in the <laughs> lobbies and like just insane, massive marketing. It was just like quiet this season. So quiet photographer, like less photographers, less influencers. Yep. And just more what? Or just less in general? Mm. Less in general. That's interesting. And, but no, like, influencers that stuck out, you're like, oh, why are they here? Or I don't say, why is anyone here? Oh, like, okay. why would it, that's none of my business. But, like, for example, someone that you'd be like, oh, that's an interesting, you know, because now, like, with, you know, with, especially with this most recent Met Gala, that they had so many more YouTube bloggers, and I feel like now... Oh, Ricky been... Thompson was at a bunch of things. Okay. But I love him. I want him everywhere. And what about... Bretman Rock and Nikita Dragon. Oh, where was Nikita? I saw her at like a bunch of things in her big ass outfit. That was a. She was a chromat. I remember that. No, she but had... it wasn't chromat when she wore the the, the feather thing. thing. Yeah. I know. But the... what do you think about that? Do you think like you know she is a relatively new influencer, as in like the last few years? Brands got to do what they need to do to get press. No, but I'm talking more so as a person. Do you think that? Would you show up with a dress that you can, you know, you need to take three seats? <laughs> or do you think that that's I kinda, would. You would? It's so tacky. <laughs> <gasps> Are you calling Nikita tacky? Of course. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Unless it was, like you said, like maybe the brand was happy that she came in and that's, and she took up that's the story. Like she what took up. What was she you know, wearing? Like who? Christian. Siriano? No. Cowan. Cowan, yeah. That's who it was. Was that the skirt? He dressed her, right? Mm-hmm. So he knows. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, it's not like a surprise. Surprise, bitch. I'm a bird. <laughs> yeah. I think she changed on the street as well to get into that dress. Like she got out of the got studios, it. Yeah, smart. Put it on and then walked over. You can't have a wrinkled bird dress. Mm. And Bretman Rock was out. That was his first fashion week. You're not a big fan of Bretman? He's fine. Yeah, but who do you like better, Bretman or Nikita? Bretman. Okay. I barely know Nikita. I only know Nikita because of Bretman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And um, he didn't bring Princess. His sister? Yeah, who is that? Who That's his sister. Okay. Just, but she's funny. Know. They're kind of like, I feel like they're like a duo. No. They're kind of like Paris and Nicole. No. Or Nikki, rather. I there are modern day <laughs> Our modern day, yeah. bitch, you're old. If you had <laughs> Nicole and Nikki, you don't have shit else. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go in the house with your old ass. <laughs> Why? Who's after that? Who's the next Paris and Nikki or Nicole? You don't know what say. Nick, we, why do we keep saying Paris and Nikki? I know. Right? I keep correcting myself every time I say Paris and Nikki. No, it's Paris and Nikki. Nikki is the sister. Yes. And every, As I said what Paris I was gonna and Nicole, and then I go, I mean Nikki, because I was correcting myself. Nicole. 
But Nicole is Richie. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Nikki Bratman <laughs> and Princess are like Paris and Nikki, not Paris and Nicole. Got it. Yeah. Because Nikki's name is Nicola, right? No. It is. Nikki Hilton? Yes. I don't think that's right. I'm certain that we'll it's not to, Nicole. <laughs> we'll have to fact check that too. I have a computer right here. Look at the Googles. Do your Googles as someone would say. Nikki with a C. Mm-hmm. I already did this. Like I just. I know. You wrote about her. Oh, you don't have the internet. I don't live here. <laughs> You're so prepared. You're like Chelsea Handler. No offense to Chelsea Handler. I love her. Okay, I'm looking it up. Nikki. Nicola. Hilton. Oh, it's Nick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we were both wrong. I don't know why you're saying it's exactly. It's not we're both wrong. I told you that her mm-hmm. name wasn't Nicole. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't disagree. And her name is Nicola. It's Nicole or Yeah, <laughs> Nikolai. Nikolai. She went to Parsons. I didn't know that. Shout out to Parsons. When did you I don't know Parsons? why I'm shouting out to Parsons. I, I didn't, did you go, I didn't go to Parsons. <laughs> but, you know, it's a good... Is it the best... Design school in America, or which one is? I thought it was FIT. FIT. That's where Michael Kors and Marc Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else. Yeah. And Donna Karen, too. Oh, oh Donna Karen. Speaking 30 of. 30 years. So what is she up to these days? She's just chilling? She has that new store in Soho. What's Urban Zen. And what did they sell? Ethically sourced, sustainable clothes. We actually had a shoot there when I was at Oprah at her store. Shooting, just using the venue or Using product? the venue and product. Oh, and she's working there? I didn't see her there, so. <laughs> oh, I and mean, you never know. There were a lot of anniversaries. It was um, Chromat's 10-year. Mm-hmm. Someone else's 10-year. There were a lot of 10-year. Was it someone else? Oh, no. Who was the one all the models came out with, the like, the beauty pageant what is that called probable growing oh yeah was it was he having a 10 year i think so okay. we got a fact it'll we be in the show of... notes it'll be in the show <laughs> <Yeah. notes. laughs> we don't know anything everything will be in the show notes yes. <laughs> all right so then and um, what about hair did we talk about hair because that's very important to talk about we have to give a shout out to the hairstylist do you know hairstylist i only know beauty makeup people makeup there were 60 looks at mark jacobs and Pat McGrath did 60 different makeup looks for yeah, each Yeah, but she's one. not literally doing them she herself. She created them. It was from her mind. Right, 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 right. That's a lot of looks to... to yeah, but if, if she's doing 60 makeup looks, you know, the nice thing about it is that Marc Jacobs created 60, you know, looks, and then she just basically built on Just. That. Okay, take out the word just, but she built on what he had, you know, had as a, had as a foundation and just kind of... It wasn't like she was like, oh, this is going to be the beginning and then Mark can go along and create the dress. <laughs> so I don't think it's as hard is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's not as hard as creating a collection, but it's a no. di- I think it's a different skill set. You're minimizing. No, <laughs> it's definitely an accomplishment. You go, girl. <laughs> I can't. Don't you watch the Kardashians? No, um, actually. Neither do I. No, I'm just kidding, I do. Were there any particular looks that you wore this past week that you are like, oh, like, this was really cute or, you know, you were happy with. Or were, were there any looks that you're like, I'm running late, I just got to put something on? Both of those happened. So I, one look that turned out to be uh, more risque than I intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had this like organza top mm-hmm. bralette situation, but I couldn't find the piece that went underneath. So I just put on like 
a Dragon Ball Z bando bra. <laughs> and so, like, I got a lot of commentary about my Dragon Ball Z. Because, like, it was the only outfit that I didn't have to iron. So I, like, tried to change. I, like, changed three times. Mm-hmm. So I just went back to Dragon Ball Z it is. Comic-Con at New York Fashion Week. <laughs> I don't know what Dragon Ball Z is. All right! <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Like, a cartoon? Yeah, it's, oh. uh... Very popular anime. I'm not an anime So why do you fan. have that? I just know that one cartoon. Like, growing oh. up, I watched uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I start talking about Dragon Ball Z, then people think I know anything else about oh. anime. It's just like, sorry, I just know, like, the one <laughs> show. So that was your, your, but it ended up being, like, a cute yeah um comments like what what were you getting that's so i wore it to the chromat show so it like fit in with their whole vibe Mm. and then for your kind of regrettable outfit choice what happened or what was it regrettable i wore like these red sweatpants those no you can't say those they don't need to know i'm wearing them again (laughs) (laughs) okay that's they're like linen sweatpants, kind of. Like, it's hard to describe. But I wore them with combat boots and a army baseball cap. <laughs> I didn't feel like straightening my hair, and I was done wearing heels. It was, it was a 9 a.m. show. Mm. Like, I did read an article, though, about the people who show up to fashion shows that look like a hot mess, and it's, it's kind of like the ultimate boss move. It's like, I'm here to work, I went home last night, didn't have time to sleep, didn't do my hair, makeup, pick out clothes today, and this is how, you know, because I'm here to work. And like you said earlier on, a lot of people are genuinely at the shows to work, either as a buyer, editor, stylist, whatever it may be. And going to all those shows and having your schedule, like, jam-packed for the week can be super annoying and daunting and anxiety-inducing. And then, so what are you doing this weekend to kind of recuperate from... We're going to do some stuff in the city. No need to mentioning on the podcast. <laughs> you don't want like your big <laughs> single white females to show up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you ready to play faux or fashion? I'm. I'm ready. Okay. You know, you get three questions, and then. And then what happens? Do I get a prize? I'll say yay. You know fashion. Okay. <laughs> sounds super rewarding it is you get my approval Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. first question Carl Lagerfeld the recently deceased designer and creative director of Chanel and Fendi did Carl Lagerfeld lose 90 pounds to fit into the clothing of another designer yes how do you know yes you're correct he was quoted as saying he lost is it Ford? Was it Tom Ford? Close? No. Who's? Eddie Sylvain. Oh, yeah. Ford, okay, I got it right. Eddie Sylvain. Right. You got one point. Mm-hmm. Second question. At the end of Fashion Week, Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, launched her own clothing line. True. She did as part of her charity, Smartworks. <laughs> yes. You knew that? <laughs> Third question. One season at the Michael Kors show. The ceiling collapsed, nearly killing a model and collapsing onto fashion critic Susie Minkus. False. It's true! Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, I never heard that. It was in, and the show kept going, and it was 1991. Oh, wow. Yes, one of his early shows. Oh, that's before my time. 
That's not an excuse <laughs> not to know history. <laughs> well, well, that's exciting. Are we all done? Two out of three. Okay. We're done. We're done. Toodles.